Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at candacesanderson.com. Welcome back. This is Candace. Today, we're going to be setting up the groundwork for animal communication. And although we'll be talking about using domesticated animals in our 3D world, many of these suggestions can be applied to animals in the wild, as well as animals that have crossed that rainbow bridge. Well, and it's also any kind of communication is with our spirits and our angels as well, too. So let's start. All communication involves the exchange of energy. Better communication results when we are grounded and we have a clear or clean energy field. The first thing we want to do is take a few minutes to ground ourselves. One way is to kick off your shoes, feel your bare feet on the ground. Focus on the soles of your feet and just imagine like a tree roots growing from them and having them extend deep into the earth. It doesn't matter if you're like me in an apartment building 10 floors up, these roots will eventually reach the ground. When you feel that, use your imagination and push that energy deep into the ground. Remember, like roots in a tree. This will help you feel grounded, but it does more than that. It connects you to the energy of earth. And this is something that animals pick up on very quickly. It brings your energy field closer to theirs. This is also something that's very good to do every day, especially if you're going to be in a meeting or in some kind of a situation where you really need to stay focused and attentive, ground yourself first. Once you do that, Take a few deep breaths. And when you do that, it just kind of settles everything down. It calms your nervous system. Each breath brings you in balance. This also helps you become sensitized to the surrounding energy field. The next step, we will clear our energy fields. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail here. I did a series of energy practices that you can go back and watch. And I'll put links to those videos in the description below. But the first thing I do is I use a selenite wand, but I use this to clear my field. Okay. It's just very simple to do. And the more energy sensitive you become, the more you can actually feel that. But going over your entire body with a selenite wand will help pick up any kind of little errant or stray pieces of energy. Another thing I like to do is open to the eighth chakra. Again, go back and watch that video, but let me just quickly share with you what that is. Chakras are the energy bodies that run up and down your um, spinal column. The seventh one is the crown chakra, but we're going to open the eighth, which sits above the head. If you imagine it like a spinning globe, 
of yellow energy, like a tiny sun. When you open this up, you're bringing that energy down and encompassing your energy field. It really can be very powerful. But what what we're going to do in my video, you'll see how you can open it. We're going to open it and then we're going to drape that energy over the pet that we're going to be working with. If your dog or cat is right in front of you, that's great. If it's an animal in the wild or an animal that's crossed, you just imagine the proxy. You imagine that animal in front of you and it's just as effective. I take a deep breath, I bring my energy up, and I pierce that eighth chakra. Then I turn my hands this way, and I bring that energy all the way down around me. I tuck it in underneath my feet. I bring it back to heart center, and then I use it and drape over the animal. So what you're doing is like blanketing them in that energy field. So once again, you go up, you pierce that eighth chakra, you pull it down, and then you cover or blanket your animal. What this does is create a bubble that contains both you and your animal that you're going to be working with. I take a few extra steps at this point. Once I've draped, I actually look and see that bubble and see its parameters in my mind's eye. And as I do that, the energy starts to grow and it starts moving. Then I imagine like a tiny thread or maybe like a taproot of a plant at the bottom of this bubble. I ground that. I send it all the way down to the earth and keep it very stable. Once that feels stable, then I imagine a thread at the top of the bubble and it goes all the way up to, to source. So this bubble that contains my energy field and the animal's energy field is connected to higher vibrational frequencies and it's also grounded. You can also take a look around and if you feel like there might be an area of weakness, this is when I use selenite. You can just use your fingers as well too, but maybe there's a weak area here. You just sew it up. Everything is energy. So if you think, even if you think you're imagining it, that there's a weakness someplace by using your hands to smooth it out or the selenite to stitch it up, you are actually strengthening that bubble. Now that you have this bubble between you and your animal, that energy continues to build. None of your collected energy is leaking out and it becomes stronger and stronger. And this is something that really is powerful in setting up an energy field in order to work with your animal. Let's do it. You know, your bubble's in place, you're ready to go. If you have a pet at home, that's a great place to begin. Find a quiet room that you can share with your animal friend. Let's say a dog or a cat. Settle in, get comfortable, turn off the telephone, lock the door, ground yourself. Go ahead and clear your energy field. Next step, 
call your pet over, bring them to your lap or close by. And with your animal friend close by, or if they're in spirit, imagine them, you know, in your mind's eye. Open that eighth chakra. If this stuff is really new to you, you really don't have to do that, but it does make it easier to connect. And the more you do this, the stronger the bubble becomes. But you open up, you drape your pet with it, and then that shared energy field is starting to work for you. The first step is to begin by smiling. When you smile, that offers a boost to your mood. It reduces any kind of stress that you have, and it releases cortisol and endorphins. Not only does it make you feel better, your animal will pick up on that. What you're doing with all of this from grounding, clearing your field, making a bubble, is layering the foundation for communication. You're establishing the base from which you can connect with your friend on a level that's meaningful. Now that everything is set, let's do this. Begin with explaining what you're doing and why you're doing this. You can speak it out loud or you can speak it just through your heart. Do you want to communicate so your animal knows how much you care? Then share that with him or her. Is your animal friend in pain and you need to know why? Do you need more information? Ask that. You may want your friend to know that you want to be closer and you want to be able to communicate. So whatever it is you want to share with your pet in this introductory lesson, let them know that you are here for them and that you are learning this process and that you are willing to be patient and to listen to what they have to say and then act on it. If information comes to you after you've asked some questions, then don't doubt it. Jot it down, remember it, record it on your phone. Do whatever it takes so that you will remember what this is. It might be a picture in your mind. It might be words that you hear. It may be just a feeling. Sometimes you might get what's called a download of information where information just drops into your awareness. And all of a sudden, you just know something. For example, might be working with a dog that you're not familiar with, or maybe it's a neighbor's dog. You get this flash of a scenario where as a puppy, he was abandoned. And you think, where did that come from? So acknowledge it and appreciate it. When you're finished asking questions, then have an open-ended question. Is there something you want from me? Is there something you want to understand about me? Wait and see what kind of information comes. If you don't get any strong answers, that's fine. Because this is the beginning of a beautiful conversation that you can continue with your beloved animal friends. Before you finish, tell them thank you and let them know that you'll do this again. Then start on a regular basis, maybe once a week. Spend 10 minutes just communicating with your pet. As they get more comfortable with this process, and as you do as well too, you'll see that the information becomes clearer.
this is all for now. I think it was a great start if you've done this. Until next time, remember, my mantra for this year is be kind. Kindness really matters. And that's so important to be kind to yourself, your neighbors, your family, and especially your animal friends. I would love to have you subscribe, follow me on my other YouTube channels, check out my social media with Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Until next time, I hope everyone stays healthy. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. Bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.